Episode 52, Noodle. Hey everybody, this is Ryan and Ben again, and today we are going to be talking about a new AI startup that got massive funding, Noodle AI, and Adobe's recent product rollout of generative recolor within Adobe Illustrator. Stay tuned as we catch you up on the AI news in 10 minutes. Ryan, first hit us with the little news bulletins. Yes, so the ChatGPT subreddit now has 2,025,000 members. Uh, Next, OpenAI, Google, DeepMind, and Anthropic have granted the UK Prime Minister and the UK government access to their AI code. Very interesting there. And finally, Salesforce Ventures is expanding its generative AI fund, doubling the $250 million fund to $500 million as part of its continuing commitment to bolster the AI startup ecosystem and spark the development of responsible generative AI. Well, that is the little news. Ben, why don't we get right into the main topic? Go for it. All right, first main topic we got for you today is Mistral AI funding. So Mistral AI, a four-week-old startup, has secured significant seed funding of $113 million, propelling its valuation to $260 million. So it's worth $260 million, or valued at that at least, and they got a seed funding of $113 million, and it's four weeks old. That is pretty insane numbers for a company that's four weeks old. That is how hot AI is right now. Especially... Now, especially with the economy where like you're not seeing as much seed funding out there either. So Correct. Very impressive. So the company aims to challenge OpenAI in the development, training, and application of large language models and generative AI. It is co-founded by former members of Google's DeepMind and Meta, and Mistral AI intends to address the current biggest challenge in the field, which its CEO, Arthur Minch, uh, identifies as making AI truly useful. So they're, they're going to try to make AI truly useful. Um, the startup will prioritize open source solutions and target enterprise customers, uh, meaning businesses. It plans to unveil its initial text-based generative AI models in 2024, which it might as well be 2030 with the way this is running. So 2024... <laughs> Uh, we've got a few months here. Now, leading the funding round is Lightspeed Venture Partners with notable participation from French investment bank uh, uh, B. B. Pif France, BPI France. I think that's, I've never actually seen that before. Uh, I've never so either, either. BPI France and former Google CEO Eric Schmidt, who uh, both of who are shareholders. So interesting there, $113 million for a four-week-old company. That's pretty wild. Ryan, pretty wild. why don't you hit us with the next one here? Yes. So on today's episode of Ryan Takes a Look at a Technology So You Don't Have To, or You Really Should, I found a pretty sweet tech from a company called Noodle without the E. Now, unlike most cases where I go out and find a technology, I was actually given a demo of this software, and I think it's something y'all should take a look at. In a nutshell, Noodle is a next-generation low-code platform that pioneers AI-native development, a new category of software creation. Now, it goes up It goes beyond traditional low-code and no-code and approaches by harnessing the power of generative AI, specifically large language models like ChatGPT, to automate software creation. Now, Noodle provides a visual interface and a chat-based interaction that enables users, whether they're developers or non-coders, to quickly build complex enterprise-grade applications. And with Noodle, users can create UI elements, implement complex functions, perform database queries, visualize data, and more using modular building blocks generated by AI. Now, think of it like an advanced Lego building system. It kind of looks like that, too. 
Now, its main use is for building applications. And the example I was shown was an app that serves as a pet finder and you register your pet in there in case your uh, pet gets lost. You input your animal's tags if it gets lost and it will show up on a map on, on the application. Now, the system has a decision tree with blocks on the left with with all the links and together and the coding all over there. And on the right, you can see what the application will look like live as you change it, as you build the app. And so you can see in real time exactly what is being created on the right side. Right Now, this is a great function because it allows you to quickly visualize the app while building, eliminating the need to... Ch- to save and check separately. And this seamless step is particularly useful as sometimes when working on an app, you have to save and then view it to see if everything's working correctly. If anyone's ever built an application, you know you have to save and you're like, okay, let's let's go to another screen and check all this stuff. But it, it's live at, at that time, so it's really helpful. Now, what Noodle does with ChatGPT is truly remarkable. This is where it really steps it up a notch. Now, Noodle has been doing this for a while, so their company's app creator is already impressive on its own. And if you know anything about the show, you'll know that I'm not much of a pro. Programmer. That's one of the reasons ChatGPT is so revolutionary for me, because now I can write basic code. However, for the old me, Noodle would have been quite difficult to work with because it was more of a low-code application. Well, six months ago, Noodle introduced ChatGPT 3.5 and 4 to their software, and it's now linked to chat. So instead of having to write code for the application, you can simply ask ChatGPT the exact questions, and it will generate the code for you. So the example I have here is, let's say in this registry, we're trying to add the dog's color and breed to the selection side, right? Normally, you would have to code in JavaScript for this app to work, but because they integrated ChatGPT, you can now literally ask that, add the dog's color and breed to the selection, and it will do that. And the best part about this was that it wasn't just a marketing demo with everything already you know, perfect. Andres, who was conducting the demo, asked me what I thought should be added, and I told them, and they made the changes live. It was neat. Really cool, and it genuinely worked, which was really impressive, live especially. One of the key highlights of Noodle is its agnosticism towards large language model companies. So you get to choose between OpenAI, Google Palm 2, or their own LLMs and knowledge bases. Now, in a significant development, Noodle recently is also transitioning to an open source model, aiming to de-risk the adoption of modern development tools for companies and foster a strong community of contributors. I think is always a good thing. I like the open source stuff. Um, guys, really encourage you to look at that on the demo shown on our Twitter and LinkedIn. We'll have those linked because, again, visually it always looks better than just me spitting out words here. Join the wait list, and I hope you guys can check out today's tech. Take a look at Noodle. All right, the last one we have here is the Adobe Generative Recolor. Adobe has introduced a new tool called Generative Recolor. It is designed to assist users in quickly refreshing the colors and fonts of a design. So we're mostly talking kind of logos here. Now, you may remember that we discussed the introduction of Generative Fill feature, also by Adobe, but it was more in their Photoshop application, which enables picture expansion similar to, like, zooming out. You can fill in around the picture. Generative Recolor is currently in beta and is available within Adobe Illustrator. Now, a, a software that's primary primarily employed for creating logos, posters, product packaging, website design, and apparel designs. Um, that's kind of what Illustrator's for. Now, Adobe Illustrator is, is is creating those using vector graphics, which if you know anything about vectors, they can be resized without, you know, using... Uh, 
compromising any of the image quality because they're vectors. They're not based on size. They're kind of points connected by lines. Now, by utilizing descriptive prompts, this is how you're using it. So you can upload this vector file to it, and then you could uh, use a use a prompt such as like. Uh, peaceful pastels or neon pop or fall foliage and all those those color palettes will be kind of thrown into the 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 design kind of intelligently so it's pretty cool and if you look at it they have some uh they have some cool examples of it out there and we'll link those on our website as well but it it gives you options and you can kind of keep playing around with it instead of trying to color it all yourself and which you can still edit it after that, but it gives you a really cool starting point. And I, everything I saw on it was like, I could see that being very useful and a kind of a tool that you'll probably end up using at some point. And another note is that since March of this year, Adobe users have collectively produced nearly 200 million images using Adobe's text to image AI tool, which that's a big number. So kind of surprised about that. Um, but just wanted to fill you in on that. I hope y'all try it out. Look at the demos. It'll be on our website, thechatgptreport.com, and also our LinkedIn and Twitter. But Ryan, why don't you take us out now? Nice. Yes. Thank you all for giving us a listen. Rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss our two new episodes every week on Mondays and Thursdays. Give us a follow on LinkedIn and Twitter at ChatGPTReport. And check out our website, thechatgptreport.com, where you can find links as well as transcripts to each show. Please send us an email at thechatgptreport at gmail.com. We hope you have a fantastic rest of your Thursday. Take care.